welcome back to episode five of the Predictably Unique podcast series. My name is Simon Haig. We all think we're unique, but in reality, we all suffer to a greater or lesser extent from the same anxieties, fears, and frailties. That's because we're all human. In this rich, probing, and at times challenging podcast series, David Clive Price and I discuss our thoughts on how others can recover from anxiety, addiction, and constant fear by reaching their true selves and living a resilient, fulfilling, and rich life. Thank you, Simon, for that introduction and for hosting me in this fifth in the Predictably Unique podcast series. So just a little bit about me. Um, I have published 15 leadership, personal improvement, and fiction books and created a global coaching business teaching professionals, executives, and business owners how to transform their mental health challenges into a fulfilled lifestyle and a business that impacts countless people worldwide. But it wasn't always like that. I learned from my own experience with depression, the alcohol in particular, not feeling good enough, despite outward signs of success, that coming back from setbacks and black holes is tough, but it's possible. Not with quick fixes, but with perseverance and a step-by-step -step route away from fear and anxiety to having a fulfilled life and a successful business. You can find the real you within your hidden demons, rather than trying to be someone others think you should be. You too can find the resilience to bounce back from adversity and life's challenges. So throughout, throughout the chapters of my recent Hidden Demons book, I intersperse six life strategies for leading your life based on the real you, not on the person you think you should be. And each of the six life strategies or six steps to well-being takes an aspect of the recovery process and illustrates it in some detail. So with these six life strategies as your guidance, you can begin to overcome the, those obstacles that stand in your path and to which we often have recourse. You can stop being a victim of circumstances or of being held back by others or whatever other, quote, rational stories we tell ourselves to, present, to prevent us from moving forward. Thank you, David. That was wonderful. And as I said before, I'm Simon Haig. Um, I've written three business books. I've created and delivered training and coaching programs. I've attained degrees and had a wonderful career during which I've been honored to meet global CEOs, politicians, and, and other leaders. I've read dozens of self-help, self-improvement, personal motivation books. But in reflecting during COVID-19 lockdown on what has helped me to stay together during these turbulent times and actually accelerate my business, I've reflected deeply on six recovery principles that come from 12-step programs. And these principles guide me today. I'm not perfect. I'm human, so I make mistakes every day. Having reached a personal rock bottom in 2009, I chose a life without alcohol so I can experience life in all what I call rainbow array. This period has irresistibly reflected back to me the magic and power that is contained within each of these six recovery principles. The key concepts of willingness, open-mindedness, and honesty that are practiced within 12-step programs form a wonderful backdrop for value-driven leadership and the blueprint for life, what I call life full of growth. 
These six recovery principles have raised millions of people out of addiction. They've given wonderful happiness to countless families and have framed the enduring success of some of the greatest leaders and inspirers through time. So I would say, why not give them a go and see what transpires in your own growth journey? How about moving from the constant pursuit of material status and financial external growth that is finite anyway, and at the expense of many to a more inwardly focused growth that's infinite and perhaps combine us all closer and help us grow together. For me, that's true growth. Thank you, Simon. So in this fifth episode, we're going to look at listening, observing, and being curious. When we are experiencing inner turmoil, when we are in a panic because something has not worked out as we wanted, our brain leads us wildly from one solution to another. Those with anxiety know this syndrome well. It's a kind of permanent state of danger. We want to extinguish a fire, but as soon as one fire is doused, another one flares up. Yeah, no, I lived in that permanent state of danger for a long time, David. So would you say that we're too busy to address this? Or are we just generally too busy anyway? Well, as we rush around trying various stimulants to make us more alert or to quieten us down, we lose all sense of perspective. Everything seems imminent. Everything needs to be addressed right now or the very worst will happen. So how would you say, how, how do we move forward, would you say? Well, in fact, what we really need to do is to step back from the situation. Take a rain check. Do we really need to be doing any of this? What if the answer lay not in perpetual activity and firefighting, but in finding a quiet spot to take stock? The big question to ask when you're in danger of self-harm or of doing damage to others is this. What would, be, what would it be like if? What would it be like if? If you got up off the floor and went to the phone, as I've known in a very black hole situation in my life? What if you stopped drinking for two hours? What if you turned that betting app off? What if you smiled at your team members in the morning? There are many what-ifs. You're right, so many what-ifs. What, what about reflection, the whole area of reflection? Well, there are many things to be curious about, even when we are in deep trouble. The thing is that standing back helps you look at your life with a kind of cocked head. You might wonder why or how you've reached this point. You might have an idea that would change the way you think about yourself. What would happen if you called someone you hadn't spoken to in ages? What if you Googled your condition and found something completely unexpected? Curiosity is one of the strongest of human capabilities. Being curious means you're not detached from life, but you're still an active participant. It draws you back into life. It enables you to take a step back from your daily worries and to have an objective moment of truth. Well, 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 you say, I didn't know that. <laughs> That's wonderful. And, you know, realizing that you're not actually detached from life. I don't know about you, but in, in the depth of my 
black place. I thought I was unique and different and, and, and detached. And that's why I think we've called this series the Predictably Unique series, because I think so many people think we're unique and detached, but all the others are as well. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. So that's wonderful. So I'd like to add then um, my, my next wonderful principle, which is think, think, think. And there's a saying in 12-step recovery programs that, quote, my best thinking got me here, close quotes. And to me, this means that my ideas and thoughts are the reason I ended up needing the recovery program. So think, think, think may be a reminder to me to stop and think something through before you take another step. Well, that's interesting. Tell me more about think, 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 Simon. Well, for me, think, think, think could also be a reminder to stay present in the moment. A little bit like what you were talking about, David. We need to live in the moment because yesterday is gone. Tomorrow isn't here yet. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. So that's why now is the present. All we have is now to stop. So stop thinking, 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 and be, be, be instead. Yes, I like that. Be, be, be. Didn't uh, the famous Eckhart Tolle have a lot to say about, quote, the now? Yeah, of course, in his wonderful book, The Power of Now, he, he so powerfully explains that every moment spent worrying about the future or regretting the past is a complete waste of time because all you have is the now to live in. All you have is the present. So why bother, you know, spend every moment worrying and regretting? And he says, and I, I love this quote, and this is from his follow-on book, the New, A New Earth. He says that life will give you whatever experience is most helpful for the evolution of your consciousness. How do you know this is the experience you need? Because this is the experience you're having at the moment. You can't really argue with that, David. <laughs> no, this is the experience you're having at the moment. But on the slightly converse side, what about the whole area of self-centeredness? Well, for me, another aspect of think, think, think is that this phrase is a reminder not to be so self-centered. Self-centeredness for me is the belief that the world revolves around us. Particularly in uh, addiction, our self-centered minds believe they're capable of getting everything they want if only they would be left to their own devices. And I think that's kind of a, a warped result of thinking you're detached from reality when of course you're not. We're, we're all part of this together. 12-step programs point to self-centeredness being the spiritual cause of the addiction. So the 12 steps are designed and intended to lead the addict away from self-centeredness and towards a, a faith in a, quote, higher power, whatever that higher power means. It doesn't have to be God. It can be a higher power of your own choosing, a power greater than yourself. This removes the delusion of self-sufficiency through self-centeredness by admitting our own power, powerlessness and seeking the aid of a power greater than ourselves. That took me four plus years to figure that out, that I didn't have to do this to my, from, for myself or to myself. And I don't really know what my higher power is, David, but I know there is a power greater than me because I'm not making the trees move outside. And, yes. and, and so there is a power logically and emotionally, spiritually, there's a power greater than me. And, and I, I see great solace in that. The fact that I don't have to make the trees move. Something else is. Yes. I'm looking at the moving right now out of my window. Um, they're wonderful. Trees breathe and we must breathe. Exactly. And um, it's not all me, me, me. It's what we get bogged down in. Exactly. But um, does this also relate to what we say and write? Yes. 
in a, in a short answer, always assume that what you write, and this was advice I got actually from Michael Dell when I started working for Dell as a legal counsel 20 years ago, always assume that what you write, particularly online, could one, end, one day end up in the national media. And it could do, particularly if you're writing online, anything, everything is re-encryptable. So try not to communicate through the prism of anger, anxiety, or resentment. Try and just calm down, live in the moment, and the gap between the uh, stimulus and the response, that's where sanity lies. So I think that's a key point. It's just live in the now and, and, and try and be sane. I think that's the key point. So David, I've really enjoyed this episode. For me, you know, it's the whole area of think, think, think is so, so important. Slow down, listen, and as you say, observe and be curious, critically important. What would you add just to that conclusion? Well, it's not all about you, I think, and staying present in the moment is the most important thing that we can learn. Because yesterday, as you say, is gone and tomorrow isn't here yet. But we find ourselves doing it all the time. That's what I find. So we're talking now, but I find myself doing it this morning, right? Um, probably also a bit this afternoon. Always thinking one step, two steps ahead. Exactly. Come on, come back to now. I know. That's where the, you know, that's where the reality of yourself is. And, mm -hmm. um, and also being curious about yourself, standing back, not only about yourself, but about other people, standing back, what if, this situation wasn't quite what I thought it was. Be curious, yeah. you know. That curiosity is a great, uh, is a great quality to have for outside it is. ourselves. Absolutely, that, that's wonderful. So thanks again, David. And I think we have one more episode in this, in this series and I'm looking forward to that. And thanks so much again, thank you. It's my pleasure, Simon. And I look forward to sharing the next episode in this podcast Me series. Me too, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.